Welcome spooks and spirits, ghouls and ghosts. Take a seat around the campfire. But beware, this podcast is haunted. Hi everybody, this is Kate. This is Jen. You are listening to This, this podcast, podcast is Haunted. haunted. Da, 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 da. We are talking with our good friend Amber Rose Hammond again. Hello. Yay. Yay. Repeat. (laughs) Um, So Amber Rose and I, just as a refresher, we are real life friends who Mm -hmm. like know each other professionally Mm -hmm. and we have to keep our creepy sides on the DL. A little bit. (laughs) Because we work in a somewhat conservative place. Professional. Professional. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, we are, we were just talking about how we're constantly getting murder shamed. Because all we ever want to talk about is fucking murder and ghosts. And we have to, like, reel it in. So I saved it all up for you guys, guys, and we're going to talk about it tonight. Uh, Amber Rose, will you say hi? Hi. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, Okay. I am the curator (laughs) of michigansotherside.com, which has been around for... Oh my gosh, I think it's like a decade now. But really? um Yeah, and I wish, I, I think 10 years ago I had this vision that it would be quadruple the size it is now, but it's a cute little collection of all kinds of fun Michigan legends, ghost stories, true crime, all oh. that kind of stuff. Um, and I also write and research books on Michigan history and true crime. That is weirdness. Fantastic. And all that good stuff. Living so the dream. you turn yeah. your like passion and your murder shaming into yeah. profit. And yeah. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, I'm eager profit. Yeah, yeah whatever. Who yeah. needs lots of money? There's always prostitution. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Which I write about too. Right. Put your assets where your ass is. Aww. That's the funniest I'm going to be all day. That's charming. That's, thank you. <laughs> um, we are also joined today with a live studio audience hey. single member. Miss Beth. Beth, say hi again. Hi. Okay, so you might hear her laughing in the background because we're very funny. So that's Beth laughing. We're not being haunted. This is not an EVP. I'm a ghost. Just say, hey, it's Kevin. Oh, my goodness. Kevin the ghost. (laughs) Kevin the ghost is going to haunt us forever. Yeah. I can only hope. That would be... If I'm going to be haunted by anyone, I hope it's Kevin. I know like six Kevins in real life too, so it's actually a little off-putting because I could be haunted by a Kevin the ghost. That's true. See? All right, so uh, Amber Rose, before we jump in, will you tell us the titles of your books? Okay, I got uh, Ghosts and Legends of Michigan's West Coast, which was my first one, and then I just kept uncovering, like we were saying, the murders, Mm -hmm. and more murders, and more murders. murders. And so Wicked Ottawa County came, and then Wicked Grand Rapids, and those two focus on sort of lost and forgotten true crime uh, that were had been buried in newspapers and just you know no one remembered and um i'm working on like nine billion other projects and i just can't pick one that's so i have no idea what the fourth book will be i have a I have an inkling but it's what i got right now it's probably going to be how this podcast got so incredibly famous exactly. and became a worldwide yeah. sensation yeah yeah, yeah. New York Times yeah this is like uh that's like the secret, right? Like put it out in the universe and it comes, I don't know, Oprah talked about that Law of attraction. Once. Yeah, law of attraction. There Boom. we go. Also, we want Alexander Skarsgård to listen to this podcast a lot. <laughs> we have a long list of uh, potential celebrity listeners That's, now. I mean, like, but mostly the guy who played Tarzan and Eric from True Blood. Like, Oh, okay. That's, I'm sorry. He's topping my sure. list as it, as it were right now. He's so tall. Okay. You're uncomfortable. Let's move on. Let's go back. (laughs) Speaking of tall, let's talk about the opposite of tall. Um, Stunted 
possibly insane, mentally ill people who <gasps> were living in the Sagatuck Dunes. My mm-hmm. favorite. Yeah. Melonheads. 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 Okay, I have no idea what this is. Okay. But it's I'm such very a great, excited. Like, it's such a great name. Like, I wish we could have, like, called ourselves the Melonheads. That would have, mm. or, like, Melonhead Podcast. Mm. Ah, hindsight. Next time. Yeah. It's one of West Michigan's weirdest legends that has... I, I, there's a few ideas about how it got started, but the current story right now says that there was this doctor, Ooh. and he had a hospital, and Natural. it was somewhere in the Saugatuck State Park area, Okay, which, if anyone listening to this is from the West Michigan area, is where the Felt Mansion's at. I don't know if you two ladies have been there, which is a historic mm. mansion. We need to go, because they do ghost hunts, Yes, and we've always like wanted to do that. I I'm keep like, talking big it. talk about going yeah. on a ghost hunt, and it's never happened yet. Well, here's the reason why it's never going to happen. I go to bed at 9.30, <laughs> like 9.30 p.m., like a little old lady. Mm-hmm. So yeah, count when they're like, oh, the witching hour is at 3 a.m., I was like, really? That's two hours before I wake up. So, <laughs> But anyway, Felt Mansion. Well, we'll put up so, some pictures. So it's there's beautiful. this really beautiful Sockatuck State Dunes or whatever park in that area. And at some point, there was this hospital, mm-hmm. and this doctor was working on kids who were hydrocephalic, what is water that? on the brain. So they had these huge little bulbous heads. Ooh. He supposedly is, they're living there, he's treating them. Mm-hmm. And then one day, he runs out of money, he can't afford to keep his, his practice open, whatever you want to call it, and so he lets the kids run free oh. and for some reason they never grow up they become these wild feral <gasps> bulbous creatures they're like the children of the forest y- yeah, yes like, and then they run at cheetah like speeds they'll attack you oh. um just all this really like dumb if you're going stuff. into the if you're going to go to make out point with you i got a story about the make out point oh all right so the people in holland michigan predominantly dutch country mm-hmm. they don't talk about ghosts they just yeah. you know protestant strict reform you know <laughs> betsy right. devos and, yeah what? <laughs> what yeah that's right this this is where betsy devos yeah. comes from Topical. and we're sorry america yeah, yeah. and so uh the saugatuck dunes park would be a place back in the 60s where kids would go pull up park Maybe make out mm-hmm. so my buddy tom a younger time my buddy tom was part of the av club back in the day and they had a battery powered reel to reel that they would record spooky sounds on oh sure. no okay. carry this big thing out to the woods wait for the car to pull up wait for the windows <laughs> to steam up start playing the battery powered reel to reel and it'd be like you know oh doing something God. And then as soon as that couple was probably like, oh my God, you know, do you hear that Sally? No, what? No, let's keep making out. Then they would come running out of the woods, bang on the car, and that car, he said, would tear out of there. Oh my God. So I was like, Tom, (laughs) you're the reason this legend is perpetuated. Right, like Tom, this is your fault. Yeah, because there's like, though that couple going, no man, Melonheads were out there. So basically, you're telling me that your friend Tom... He might be the Melonhead. Right, like he accidentally started a huge legend. uh, And it was all because all of the AV nerds were trying to cock block the cool kids. (laughs) (laughs) That's the ultimate. Because like, you know, like it was like Jody cheerleader and Frank football player. (laughs) And he was like reaching like a a hickey from Kanicki's like a Hallmark card, like all the way. And then they're like, get him! Da, 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 da. They just nerd out. Oh my god. I Is love it, that. That could so be a possible much. theory. 
But the Melonhead story was already in existence at that time. Okay. So mm. then, of course, this happens like the right person talks to the right person after like I published my first book. But the Felt Mansion, which is right there, used to be different things after the family had sold it because they can't afford their summer home anymore. They're from Chicago. And so mm-hmm. Rich it becomes a seminary for boys. Oh. And the boys that went there by the public school kids were called melon heads because oh, they, were, they so were so smart. smart. Oh, so true. there is a theory that that's also where the start of that came from because there is no known existence of any creepy doctor working on hydrocephalic kids. But there was a little uh, kind of like a, I don't know if it was like um for people with disabilities. There was mm. something in that area. Sure. So they could have treated hydrocephalic people mm-hmm. and that's where that sort of kind of lumped into the legend and got, you know, mushed together with other stuff. Absolutely. You'd think there'd be records of that though. Yeah, we're pretty good at keeping track of like where the hospitals are. Yeah. For the, yeah. I mean like that's on If I remember like, I'm always a little dubious when there's no I'll, have, I'll search record. while we're like talking. Because Saugatuck is Allen is Allegan County, right? Yeah. So um, there were a lot of other things going down there, but when when this story was at its height in the 60s and 70s, what our whole country was looking at was the closing of our mental health facilities, you know, like mm-hmm. the Traverse State mm-hmm. Mental mm-hmm. Hospital. Um, and that one really did, in Traverse City, it shut down. It's this beautiful, if you ever go up there, to go check it out, go to Higher Grounds Coffee, go to Left Foot Charlie's for the cider. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Megan and Stefan. Love you. Hey. Um, so uh, that really happened. You know, this they lost their funding for this huge hospital filled with, um, and, and the term was mentally ill, but that was a range from people who had Down syndrome, mm-hmm. who were very, very gentle. Yeah. People who had... Um, schizophrenic I mean it was a whole yeah like it was, it was a whole spectrum and then there were some people who had physical problems mm-hmm. but their minds were fine um like cystic fib- uh, not cystic fibrosis um MS yes okay where their bodies are fine or their minds are fine but their bodies are all messed up and so um they were there too well this hospital shuts down and there's nowhere for these people to go. So they literally just lived in the woods yeah. around Traverse City Oh, Hospital. yeah. They had a high homeless rate after that happened. Yeah. I found in my book here, it says uh, about that little area. So this was in the early 1900s. It was called the Forward Movement Settlement. And it was a charitable organization out of Chicago. They owned 130 acres of the Saugatuck Lakeshore, so in that area. Mm-hmm. And then they also had the Vesta Putnam Summer School for Crippled Children. Uh-huh. So you definitely know that there was probably, that's where that blending comes mm-hmm. from, where I think maybe that whole, mm, okay. you know, disabled child part comes so into the whole thing. So probably not true, but you could see, like, where it... Yeah, the roots. Mm-hmm. Got it. The roots yeah. are there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I still get... Out of all, so my website, you'd think with running a predominantly ghost website that I would constantly be getting ghost stories. I get the most dogman stories, which I might have said on the first podcast with you guys, but I get reports about these stupid melon heads. Still today. People think they see them? Yeah, they think they see them. They're out in the woods and they heard something and they're like, hey, it was a melon head. I'm pretty sure. For sure. And then just, and then one person sent me a whole theory about how, no, 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 no. It has to do further down because further south, there's a nuke plant, nuclear. Yep. And there's the Cook plant or whatever. Uh, Cook is a little bit, so that's where I'm from. Okay. That's the area I'm from. I live right by the Cook. Well, this person felt that they came from that. Well, there's also Palisades, which is a little farther north. Okay. Um, and and nestled in the well, they're both in the dunes. But All right. um, well, it's the yeah. Cook one that they think produced the melon heads. So they have another little version in that area. 
Okay, so that's so funny. You didn't hear that ever. What I'm telling you right now, because we were talking before we started recording, we were talking about what your next book should be. Mm-hmm. And I gave you that my favorite murder story. Yeah. Um, I think you should do uh, Fucked Up Berrien County. Oh, right? <laughs> just that's the title. That's the title. title. Like, not just Fuck because, like, Fucked Up Berrien County, because holy I, shit. I love this, I love this series, because yeah. you do find so many obscure things. I love old history. I'm not as quick to be as attracted to newer murders, like... I don't know, some guy from two years ago that loses mm. his shit and goes nuts. And I'm just like, oh, my. I don't know why that's not as interesting to me. It's not sexy. As something from the 1800s or early 1900s. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know why they're, the allure is different. You now, do you, mystery. do you prefer the stories that, like, you know who the killer is or the ones that just will never know? It depends. Because some of the stuff I wrote, they didn't know who the killer was. Okay. I mean, those, and they'll never know because these people are dead. Guys. They yeah. make me angry. Yeah. I don't, and like, they didn't, like, know how to collect any evidence or anything. Oh, it, it's, like, horrible. Like, what they just overlooked or didn't think twice yes. about. Or, I, mm. I, but, okay, so, and this is touching more on, like, recent murders and so like how many untested rape kits exist in the yeah. world yep. you know like that is a quick way to burn my gears like mm-hmm. just and the backlog mother right fuckers um and the backlog.com yeah i didn't know there was a website about oh, it oh yeah there well there's like a whole, money there's a movement where yeah you can like donate to because like it can't cost tested very much to donate to to get these t- kits tested right uh, yeah, I don't know. I can probably throw on at least on 50 list. bucks a month. Like, there you go. For the love of God. It's, it's a good cause. Justice. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. We're off track. So, anyway. Um, yeah, I hate it when I don't know the real story. Like, I'm much more comfortable with the melon heads because I've heard all the things that went into the myth. Although your friend Tom is going to factor in my life from here on out. He would use it as a threat, too. He would tell his daughter, if you don't go to bed, the melon heads are coming to get you. Oh, so, I mean, like, then that was a common, like, common thing. Like, they, you know. Jesus Christ, yeah, Tom. You can also tell, like, Parents this was... the goddamn year. <laughs> this, is, but this has to be, like, pre-internet, too. Oh, like, for sure. For sure. Because this is the 60s. Much time. All the good legends are pre-internet. Uh, yeah. I mean, like now people actually have... did shit and like went outside their homes. <laughs> Dude, that sounds awful. I'm so glad we live now. I know. <laughs> but now, you know, then it was word of mouth. Now it's this recycled story that keeps getting cut and pasted over mm. and over and over yeah. until someone slightly switches it for whatever because they have to have an article out there for clickbait and then that gets pasted over and over. So I'm seeing less and less change, which is kind of cool in a weird way because it's preserving, but the oral history of stuff, which is just part of how we are, who we are as storytellers and things and how legends uh, change and grow and stuff. That's, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how much more they get preserved now because it's on the internet. This is how it is. And you can just copy and paste. Yep. And you read that. That's fun though because then you don't have that like embellishment. I know. Like, My sister, when she told me the story, said the, you know. She saw it. Yep. (laughs) I swear to God, my brother kept me believing in Santa for like two more years because he told me that he saw Santa. Um, my so. father. I know you listened to this, Elliot. <laughs> Thanks, Elliot. Thanks a lot. God, you made her such a dweeb, and now I have to deal with it. Uh, no, um, I actually similar. My sister. Um, I think my father actually had us both kind of gaslit. Uh, he <laughs> told us that he the, the Easter Bunny took a nap on Maggie's back. 
What? Yeah, which is like really creepy. Also, that in is hindsight, really... like, because don't you picture? I don't know. Like, I always pictured the Nestle Quick Rabbit. Yeah, and like so like I was okay huge... with like yeah, I'd let him sleep in my bed. Why not? Beth's giving me a look. Beth's like, oh, no, that's some <laughs> strong side eye. <laughs> <clears throat> it's not my fault, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. So, um, yeah. So my dad told me and Maggie that so frequently that he walked in and the Nestle or the the Easter Rabbit was taking a nap on Maggie's back. <laughs> that uh, it just became true in my weird. head. Like, of course that's so true. I know. I know. This is also um, the same person, like, he's so committed to his stories. Uh, he told us that forever, Maggie's first word was touchdown. <laughs> but I mean, like, in a Packer household, like, that makes sense. R.I.P. <laughs> okay, could we not? Like, the, they lost to Atlanta tonight, and uh, I, I'm sure my father's on suicide watch. So, <laughs> anyway, it's a rough night. Yeah. But yeah, so he, uh, parents gaslighting kids is always we're, a little uh, fucked up. Yeah, I've, word of mouth, urban legends are just the best. Now, speaking of urban legends, um, what, like, this story is very much an urban legend. It is still, still word of mouth. You can't find much about it online. Um, the Ada Witch. Yeah. Can you take me through the basics that, of that one? So this little cemetery in... Ada, which is this little community outside of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Finley Cemetery. Lots of historical, you know, cool little cemetery. Parts of it tucked in the woods. And there used to be hunting ground all around it. It was surrounded by woods. Is that where Rick's Robinson's buried? Yes, Rick's Robinson's buried there. And Sorry. so... <laughs> he settled a lot of the Lakeshore communities and, oh, like, yeah. platted a bunch of cool... Shut up, I'm a I'm nerd. not from around here. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's... Oh. It's me. Anyway. And he, um, but anyway, so there was a field across the street too. And so the story would be that people at some point started reporting seeing this female apparition, sort of this lady in white floating across the field and going into Finley Cemetery and then disappearing. And then hunters in the area would say that they would get a tap on their shoulder, turn Fuck around, and no one would be there. If I or, had a gun and you tap me on my shoulder boom, boom, and then disappear, yeah, like I'm gonna be the most prolific hunter of nothing. Like that's like I can't, I can't. Oh. Well, he they would so then they would hear Stop. the sounds. <laughs> I'm sorry, I tapped you on the shoulder. I'm sorry. They would hear the sounds of a ghostly fight happening. Also, and who knows if this is what triggered this part of the story. But the legend says that there was a woman cheating on her husband. Whore. So she would sneak out at night <laughs> Sorry, that's to go so be angry. with her lover. <laughs> and then her husband acted like he was asleep or something. Mm. She went out. He followed her. Caught her. Promptly killed his wife first. And then fought with the other dude until they like died from inflicting wounds on each other. And, mm. so and then so people think they still hear the ghostly fight of the okay. husband and lover fighting. And is that then, why they call her the witch? No, no idea. Yeah, where's the actual witchcraft? No, there is no, I have no idea why she was named Ada Witch besides it's catchy. It is super So, of catchy. course, when this came, got popular again, what <gasps> movie came out? The Blair, Blair Witch. Witch. So then Ada was like, oh my God. And all the radio stations were talking about the Ada witch and blah, 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 blah. And now we went to the cemetery trying to look for the mm-hmm. Ada witch. Mm-hmm. So we got our equipment set up. This is like 2002. And so this is like pre-obsessive ghost hunting show thing. Like, right. like we're just some nerds on the internet at that point. We have a little website. Yeah. No one knows who we are. We have matching t-shirts. That's about the coolest thing we got, which is so <laughs> dorky. And so anyway, we all show up to the cemetery. We're wide range of ages from 21 to, you know, 55. Mm-hmm. And so we're hanging out there. We're doing our thing. 
when uh, this couple shows up and they're like, we're ghost hunters and they're drunk. (laughs) That's how I did most of my ghost hunting too. (laughs) So we're like, great. Next thing we know, the cops show up. Yep. And we're like, now what? So the cop is like yelling at us with a megaphone like, could you please come to the front of the cemetery now? Everybody come. And you're like, suck my dick, I'm drunk. Right. Well, then I'm thinking. Oh, no. That was just me. I wasn't drunk, (laughs) but I was worried about the drunks because I'm like, great. They're going to think like we're all drinking in here and it's just those two putzes. Oh, my God. We met so many years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Too much. Too much. So we find out that it was Kate. Oh, dang it, Kate. (laughs) God damn it. So anyway, they end up IDing everybody in the Cops so totally confused as we all pour out of the cemetery. They're thinking they got a report from someone saying like those teenagers are partying in the cemetery again. Well, it's a bunch of fifty-five yeah. and twenty-three-year-olds. Yeah. They're just like and with matching T-shirts yeah. and equipment and he- and lights on their head. They're just like, what? What are you guys mining? What are you doing? What the fuck kind of D and D party yeah. is this? You goddamn nerds. <laughs> They're so just like, oh shit, you we, guys, are fucking nerds. We come no, out. No, the is infected with nerds. <laughs> Don't worry. So we come out, and he's just like, "What are you guys doing here?" And we're like, "Um, we're uh, we're we're looking for the eight of witch, paranormal investigators." Mm. And so the cop <laughs> has his little walkie-talkie on his shoulder, yeah. and he, he radios in. He goes, "It's okay, they're paranormal investigators." And we're like, "What?" <laughs> like. Cool. Like you just got legitimate. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And he looks at our IDs and he goes, you know what? You guys stay in here for the night as far as I'm concerned. You'll keep the kids out. And I'm like, well, take those two with you. They're not with like, us. They, they're not with us, but he clearly didn't smell their breath, so whatever. Mm. Now they wouldn't do that. They'd be like, no, get out. Get out. Get out. Like, they're just, I know they would. Ah, uh, 2002, simpler time. Yeah. Actually, I think it was 05. Oh. Now that I'm thinking about it. Anyway, so. Right after 9-11, we had bigger fish to fry. <laughs> well, here's the icing on the cake. <laughs> I don't even know how I stumbled on it. Next day on eBay, grave dirt from the Ada Witch no. on eBay. It and, never sold. And uh, oh, is it still, I wonder if like we could still invest. <laughs> like, we should start like a curated collection for the podcast. I will say that the particular tombstone that for some reason got labeled the Ada Witch, and then people were picking at it, chipping at it. Before you knew it, there was, like, nothing left of the stone. So another local group raised enough money and got, like, a, I think a monument company to donate because they did the research on the person there. She, she died of typhoid. Oh, there yeah. was no Ada Witch dying from, like, some, you know, jealous husband or oh, anything so like that. Like, so, she doesn't exist at all? or I don't think so. It's no. just a story. I have, and I have no... I mean, really, there, I've had a few people write me some stuff that I'd have to actually go back and reread because it's been so long. Mm-hmm some theories and stuff like that. But um, there was one guy who said his, I think it was his grandma was like a hippie and lived in the area and would go out and bathe in like the creek nearby naked (laughs) and would wear robes and stuff like that. And he always wondered if his grandma got dubbed the Ada Witch Witch. because she was this earthy... Oh, like it's, whatever. Like I hope when I'm old, woods. I get known as like the neighborhood witch. Like, I, I, that's my deepest ambition <laughs> to be like that crazy old lady at the end of. The we road. definitely, my grandmother who lived in St. Joe, uh, we had a crazy old lady who like mm-hmm. everybody. She's a witch, but they meant it like she's mean. So my grandfather, uh, she was she was a total house frau. Like she was so German, and he was like, I'm not going to call her a witch. That that goes against God, and we can't have that. Uh, <laughs> but what it really is is that she's a nasty Nazi, and so he called her nasty Nazi oh my gosh, shit. until the day until well after she died, and it was like the greatest moniker. Like, oh my God. can you even imagine? Like. Ah, just really great names. Melonheads, Ada Witch, Nasty Nazi. Nazi. That's ooh, ooh, Ada Witch and the Melonheads, band name, I call it. Oh, <laughs> yes. 
Yes! Fuck this podcast. I'm getting famous for music. <laughs> Punk band. That's, oh, we'd be so great. Ada Witch. Oh, man, I'm going to name my kid Ada. That's weird. All right, move on. Um, so, all right, let's leave behind the, the factless, baseless bullshit. I need to know about the, my favorite title. <laughs> I don't, I don't, We're moving I, to wieners? You, I mean, I always. <laughs> how did, how did we know? I can't help myself. There is nothing funnier than a penis. Like, ever. <laughs> I have I have At least a mystery. you've got a brand. I, right, yeah. I've pretty much always had this brand. Yeah. Like uh I for sure got written up my freshman year of college for drawing dicks on everybody's <laughs> whiteboards. So did you even know that you could get written up in college? Because surprise, <laughs> you can. It has absolutely no bearing on your life. But for sure there is <laughs> A file with oh. my name on it that says Drew Dicks on everybody's whiteboard on her floor. <laughs> Alright. Uh, simpler time. Yeah, so uh what is this? <laughs> the Wiener Mangler. Yeah. Mangler. Go. This was oh, one of my oh. favorite stories. Okay. So when I was looking how up how couldn't it be? Well, that, yeah. And it, when this was when I was researching a lot of ghost stuff, it, I'd come across these bizarre stories where I'm just like, oh my god, you know, I gotta keep that one. Like, whoa, this is weird. And so this story involves this guy, Thomas Mahan, 1914. And he has a wife that's what cheating on him. And it's a theme. Yep. Mm-hmm. And but the guy's a hard worker. He's a marine diver, a government diver. So he's going down there doing work. Uh, sometimes retrieving bodies. He was at fourteen operating the pile uh, pile driver already, and we wrecked, helped uh, erect the first ever Ferris wheel at the Chicago World's Fair. Cool. Which is like what awesome. Child labor. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So Wait, he was 13? 14. Jesus, yeah. Jesus Christ. And, Practically a man. <laughs> and so this guy is described, though, as being this burly, short but stout, uh, really strong. He's a fighter, um, does boxing, bare-knuckle boxing, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, he catches his wife with Fred Allison, who is the local, like, hot all-star around town. Oh, he's, sh- he's 19. <laughs> she's, like, 36. I know. And total coog. And so he is like in a minor minor league baseball team. Get so it, girl. Right? <laughs> Give that 19 year old Yeah. That's so she ride that about she town. Has, I wish I always wanted to find photos of her to, to be like, why, why would this hottie in town be in? I mean, maybe she was good looking. Like, maybe I, it was a Mrs. Robinson thing. I, Come here, kid. I will show you the ropes. I, know. <laughs> I couldn't ever find a photo of her. But anyway, so he catches them, he comes into the house. And the kid's shaking. He's so terrified that he's going to get in trouble. She's trying to, meanwhile, say, hey, you know, I was just trying to show him the furniture. Yeah, not at 10 and 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> so. This table's very sturdy. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes the kid. He brings him down into the basement. And this house still exists in Grand Haven. Ooh. Yes. And, um. I, I never. I'll tell you about it after the show because I never wanted to release exactly where it was in the book, just out of fairness for the people that own it. Oh yeah. But he takes the kid down into the basement and he straps him to a chair. Yes. He lets him on. sweat, and then he pulls out slowly a chisel. Mm-hmm. He pulls out a mallet, no. sets it down, lets no. the kid stare at that for a while. No. Then he goes to work. Oh, chiseling away at his. You no, guessed it. No. What the Grand Haven Tribune had to politely call Fred Allison and his member. <gasps> so they wouldn't say penis back then or whatever. Wait. It was member. Oh, wait. Yes. Wait. <laughs> I was also trying to Facebook at the same time as listening to it's this. Okay. I, I tried to multitask. I'm bad at it. 
Uh, are you telling me that Fred Allison started chipping at the little kid's dick? No. He started no, so, chip- chipping at his no, own dick? No, no, no. no, no, no. Thomas, okay. who is catching his wife, you know, or caught his wife with right. Fred, Gotti, he had put him in the chair and went to town on his wiener with the chisel so like, and the mallet, like chipping away at the wiener. I mean, we gotta stop saying chipping. It's hard, <laughs> but it's not that hard. Yeah, like, well, especially I imagine it wasn't very hard. I think it's hard like gouging, gouging away. <laughs> Is that the word? So Mushing. Like, I don't know. He's pulling a 1913 Lorena Bobbitt. Like yeah, that's uh, yeah. But like slow form. Yeah. Fucked up. So Is it weird that I'm proud of him? No, because I call him like sort of my awesome guy because you you do end up. I'll read you his obit yes. when we're done here because it's yes. really great. The Wiener Mangler. So, anyway, he ends up living Jim the lake. Jim Moss and the Wiener Manglers. Well, that's your name. That's your band name. <laughs> that's a good one. Actually, let's take that out because yeah. that's not your last name. <sighs> Sorry. I don't care. <laughs> so. Womp womp. Anyway, he tell he sends his son to go get the doctor, which meanwhile, I'm like, what is this? What's Why would the you son? just kill him? But Why? what's the son thinking? Like, what's dad doing in the basement? Why am I hearing all this? I don't know why everybody has a southern oh, accent. Hearing all their... these screams. Everybody, everybody in the past has a Yeah, they all do. Like, it's just a universal yeah. truth. <laughs> so, so he sends his kid. The kid gets a doctor. Doctor comes back. Looks at what's going on, and he he, he tells Thomas tells the doctor, "You need to bring your tools and finish the job." He wants what? to stick off, so the doctor's like, "Uh, yeah, sure. Let me go back and get more tools." So he goes and gets his gun and calls the cops. Cops show up. How long is this process? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they, I, I don't know exactly. I mean, he didn't just chop away. I mean, I don't think he truly wanted to injure the guy. He's just, just like, he's ding, just ding, lost ding, it. Ding. He's having a Jack Nicholson moment, you know, from The Shining. He's just losing it. So he ends up, um, Fred Allison is okay. They, he had kids later on. But if you what? look at him, because did he? he did. But if you go to the Jackson uh, prison records and you look, because I forget what they call that, but they used to always identify prisoners by marks on their bodies. Oh, sure. There's yeah. a certain like, term for that. No. And Identifying marks. if you look yeah. at Fred Allison's cause, he did have to serve jail time because adultery was illegal then. So you could go to jail and it does say that he is disfigured in the wiener department. So I'm sure it says wiener department. Yeah, I didn't say that, but it probably actually said like genitals Uh, or something. The wiener department. (laughs) So it's just something you hear over. Yeah. So everybody did some jail time and stuff, but uh, so anyway, Thomas. um, I gotta. I gotta. You guys talk amongst yourself while I find his obit. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like you can do it quickly though. Like Lorena Bobbitt did it before her husband even woke up. Yeah. You know, like, she did it while he was asleep. I read an article about her recently and how she was like, man, it's so hard to get away from that reputation. That's okay. actually, like, did you know he went on to do porn? Wow. Oh. I guess Lorena Bobbitt's husband. Well. I honestly think his name was Bobby Bobbitt. Good for him. Like, when I, I, I guess. I, you know, I can't substantiate that. Like, I've never looked into it. But I remember that story happening mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And I was like, mom, what is, what's this? And my mom's like, nothing, don't listen to the TV. Uh, <laughs> and, like, I think that actually might be the first, like, Reference to penis in my life. I do remember that being kind of weirded out when as a little Glory kid. It forever All changed right. you. Right? Now I'm different. So I got it. Now Thomas lives to 96. Mm. He only died like in the 60s, well, which that's... is not all that long ago, it seems like. But anyway, Jesus I love this. Christ. So his family knew what they were doing when they wrote his obit. Yes. So it says, because uh, then he, be- he yeah, ended up becoming a captain uh, on a ship. So Captain Mahan was a powerful man, not too tall, and prided himself on his ability to work circles around men many years his junior. In his younger days, he had quite a reputation as a fighter, 
and most men who tested him regretted the challenge. Holy shit. That was in his obit. I'm like, badass. Yeah, badass obit. Badass. So it's like, yeah. So Thomas um, is kind of my anti-hero weird guy because I think it was just just losing it. He's sick of, he knew his wife had been cheating on him. He's working. He's he's bringing in the money and he's just mm -mm, not having it. Here's my thing. If I found out that... God forbid my husband was cheating on me. And and we talk about this all the time. Like, if he ever cheats on me, he dies. Like, that's what happens. Um, I don't think I would kill the girl. Like, I think I'd we'll fuck see. up her face a little bit so she didn't go into anybody else's home. Yeah. But I would kill Dan. Like, see, how does his I, wife get off scot-free That's here? what's interesting to me because I think typically what people would assume about women is that they would go after the other woman. Uh-huh. And that men would go after their their wives. Or whatever. And yet here we are the opposite. I would That's for sure kill Dan. And I like don't get me wrong, like I would fuck up her face. Like I'd take a tooth or something. <laughs> but like I mean, cause Dan wears his ring all the time. Like we know he's married. Well, <laughs> she ends up going to jail too, um oh. because of adultery. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. So right. she does serve some jail time, but she tries to bring the sheriff down. Uh I think there was like one other person she tries to bring down. And said that, well, she also slept and was paid for her, quote, services by the good sheriff Hans Dykehouse. Because she she told Hans, you let him, my little hottie, out of jail or else. And he was like, yeah, I'm not letting him out of jail. Like, Fred's in jail. Like, no. And then she was like, this is all fucked up. Why do you want it back? Yeah. So she went and went on a rampage of false news saying that, hey, I, I was also slept with the sheriff. And oh, so the testimony I was the sheriff. Yes, that's it. <laughs> but I did not fuck the deputy. <laughs> oh my god, there's Ada Witch and the Melonheads first single. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, I'm too much tonight. Um, so, but yeah, it's whoa. I don't know. It's really psycho. And then they couldn't even report her testimony in the Tribune because it was so racy. Holy that shit! Is so I would like to go back and look at the court records and see if they were already, you know. Not just in stenographer form and actually read what they wrote. Yeah. Oh All right. So now, now that we've covered the super untrue, the kind of untrue, the racy but true, and really fucked up. Like I, whatever. Um, my one of my favorite Michigan stories isn't actually a like a lower like Grand Rapids area Michigan story. Can we talk about the King of Beaver Island? Oh yeah, that nut Michigan job. has some great cults. Yeah, really <laughs> like, good cults yeah. like Benton Harbor. Yeah. Yeah. Home, 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 home. It's Mary's House of David, baby. Yes, we'll talk about that one sometime mm-hmm. too. But in the meantime, let's talk about the King of Beaver Island, uh, which that's another great name too. <laughs> not a great that name. would be a great really porn name. Well, you know, I we got Beaver Island. I'm super on dicks tonight. I'm sorry. And then on the east side, I'm uh, where I live part time. In Troy, there is Big Beaver Road, and so when I tell people how to get to my house over there, hmm. it's exit 69 to Big Beaver. <laughs> I'm not lying. Do you have to pass through Climax, Michigan, on your way? No, okay. I don't. Nice. Uh, we used to have to drive through Big Bone State Park. Mm. I think it's in Tennessee, but I can't remember. Uh, and it always made me laugh because I'm a child. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Michigan. Uh, cults. Yeah. yeah, we got good cults. Um, Strang, um, James Strang decided he... So you got Brigham Young and you got James Strang. Now, for those of you who don't know your Mormon history... uh, Which is nobody on this show because we break out into song about Mormon. (laughs) Yeah, we've we've covered uh, Uh, Joseph... uh, Oh my gosh, guys, help me out here. The guy that... Joseph uh, Smith? Yes, Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith. He gets killed. (laughs) Joseph was shot by an angry mob and knew that he'd soon be done. 
You must lead the people now. It's brought to you by the Book My of Mormon. My good friend, Brigham Young. Okay, I'm sorry. Somebody fucking... So speaking of Brigham Young... I'm done for a minute. <laughs> you got a little argument between Brigham Young and James Strang. And James is going, I'm the rightful next leader. And Brigham Young's going, but no, I am. Well, James sort of ends up losing. Brigham obviously is the winner. But James takes his little group of uh, pouty followers and they go, eh, and he goes up to this island. So these are, uh, uh, they're defecting. Defecting, Mormons. exactly. And they go up and start this community. And he declares himself a king. Are they also really nice? I don't the, the Mormons are the, the Mormons, Mormons known for being nice. Yes, they are. They are Mormons are nice people. I, yeah, the ones I've met were yeah, actually really pleasant. I do know some nice Mormons, anyway. and they have a really good sense of humor about the Book of Mormon as a play. They're like, oh, they, in they every in every Book of Mormon show, they take out a full page ad. Yeah, and they said, get yourself an extra. It's like a picture well, of the Book of Mormon. At some shows, says, they have. People Mormons there to ask outside. Yeah. I think that's nice. God bless the Mormons. They well, and they like do nice awesome people. when it comes to genealogy. I mean, they've preserved records like. Holy cow! Because they're so firm believers in like that kind of thing. Like, yeah. who's gonna be on whose special yeah. afterlife planet? I mean, they've done a lot yes. of genealogy, and but anywho, I imagine it's hard to track though. Like when you have like one husband and like nine wives yeah. and forty kids, like they have to be pretty good records. Well, keepers. and James was against. Uh, he was against the whole polygamy thing until oh. eventually he realized, you know what? Maybe I'm not. Like, and he ah. ends up taking five wives. So, like actually, yeah. vagina is delightful. Yeah. Typical At dude. one point, all of his wives were pregnant. Gross. By him. Shit. I know, isn't that gross? <laughs> and this guy is ugly. Like, that's actually ugly. pretty bad timing if, for him. If you Google him right now, you're just going to be like, ew. I'm 100% going to Google, Google him. him right he's now. He's so ugly. I've never, like, looked James at Strang. him. James Strang. James so, Strang, Beaver Island. Of course, he's he's pissing off the U.S. government because he's declaring himself a monarchy on this island in, yeah. like, Michigan. And so he ends up getting killed. And there was the guys that assassinated him. They're hiding out, and it just so happens there's this big government ship called, like, I think the Michigan, just camped out. And, yep, there he is. Was it, it was an insect. He's, oh. he's not a, speaking of hydrocephalus, like. Yeah, isn't he ugly? That's a looking motherfucker. Pretty big melon. No. Yeah, that's. He's that's so unfortunate. ugly. unfortunate. <laughs> that's, okay, I'm sorry. He's going to haunt us now. So they think it was, like, an inside yeah. job? Yeah, they do. Like, I, the, they, like the government might have took him out. <gighs> Conspiracy yeah. theory. And then they did set up the island so that, because a lot of the people that li were living there at the time didn't like the Mormons, so they left. So when the Mormons started to leave there, they had set up a highway called the King's Highway. They had a print shop. They had buildings. So then eventually people came back, especially Irish, came back, and now it's like, you know, everything there's like Irish bar, Irish bar. There's like hmm. two bars and it's Irish. I've never, and it's not, I mean, Beaver Island's large, but it's not very No, there's large. only about 600 people that live there year, um, I don't even know if that's year round, if there's 600 people there. And but, of course, that's really close to Sleeping Bear Dunes, too. Yeah, right? you can take, I think oh, you get on yeah. the boat by Charlevoix, or you can get on the plane and go over, and, uh, but then the High Island, which is one of the, because it's in, how do you, okay, I can never say this, Archipelago or whatever. Archipelago? Yes. What? There's one, one of those words I struggle with. So you got multiple islands, and one of them is High Island, which is where the House of David purchased a bunch of land to uh, get lumber and potentially bury their dead ones because really? they weren't supposed to die. They're immortal. Right. They're not supposed Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, yeah. So if that's you died, a, you know, you something was wrong. You were a sinner. So let's get rid of the body. That's, uh, yeah, that's uh, not a longitudinal plan yeah. to declare everybody... Uh, immortal, and if it's not immortal, this isn't real. Your yeah. cult's not gonna last real long. No, forever. that's why there's only like two people still in the cult. Like, well, they haven't it. died yet. 
And they can't procreate. <sighs> right, oh, right. Shit. Except if you... Because fuck. you have to purify your blood. Mm -hmm. And so you can, once the second coming happens, then you can start doing it again. That's actually what he said. This is not a well thought out plan. That's, yeah. That is not the cult for me. No. That's, that would not be a good fit for Kate the whore. <laughs> I almost spit coffee here. <laughs> That's all right. It's a... Uh... So yeah, it, this is a house of swallowing Amber Rose. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm really sorry, Jen's mom. That was too uh, far. <laughs> that's another song on the record. Oh yes, yeah. guys, we're really we're gonna have to start laying down tracks soon. But they think to bring it back around to ghosts. They think that his spirit lurks around on the island here and there. Mm. Um, I don't know. He got assassinated, so it's the perfect recipe for absolutely. a ghost a haunting because yeah, yeah absolutely. You got uh, conflict, uh, but total nut job. He did start a uh, early newspaper though, mm -hmm. so there is the uh, if it's called the St. John Press or something like that. But it's all in existence. You can read it all online. The huh. Mormon newspaper from Beaver Island. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Beaver Island. Yeah, and I guess he supposedly has a couple followers out there still. Well, that is fantastic. Yeah. Go figure. Go friggin' figure. We should go to Beaver Island on our yeah. paranormal road trip. We were thinking about going there this summer. See? All yep. right. And going to High Island and getting a, a charter a, bu um, a bus across the water. Yeah. A, a boat across the water and just kind of picking around looking for, like, dead House of David people and tr buried treasure. I do actually have um, one of the museum's friends uh, has a home up there, and she's super cool. Oh. So we should go up and make our, her there's, acquaintance. There's, there's our... Mm -hmm. Yep. There's our connection. There's our person. Yeah. Yep. That actually sounds like a total, like, awesome time. Wow. Speaking of awesome times, we should probably start wrapping this one up. Well, uh, before we do. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got our first uh, listener story. We've actually um, had it for a minute, right? We've had it for a while, but I'm sorry, uh, Anthony, it's been a minute. Um, we so suck. we're finally getting to it now. Remember how it took me so long to get the stickers out? I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, if you have a, a personal ghost story or something creepy that you experienced and you want us to share it on the air, if you will, you can email us at thispodcastishaunted at gmail.com, just so you know. You can so, also message it to us on our Facebook page, yeah. um, This Podcast is Haunted, backslash Facebook, etc., whatever. Yeah. Yes. Whatever. Uh, so this comes from Anthony. Um, okay, I'm just going to read it. So, he says, back in the spring of 97, I was going to college up in Boston. My then-girlfriend had broken up with me, and after doing everything possible, I got her to agree to go on a, quote, date with me and had to play by her rules. So, well, Anthony, see. you're not off to a real strong start here. Okay, Anthony. <laughs> Whatever. I may, it's going to end like we're married now. It's, and we're yeah, happy and just, have just stay tuned, because I, I did read through this out of time, so <laughs> it gets better. It gets better. Um, so after, actually, can I interject for a second? Mm -hmm. Props to the girl for like, yeah, we can try this again, but here are them rules. Yeah, great idea. Take a, take a leaf from that. That's right. Um, okay. So after a night of drinking and clubbing, I took her home, but since she didn't want me drinking and driving, I was relegated to the couch. Right on, girl. Good, good job, yeah. girl. Uh, and good for him for staying there. Good job, yeah, Anthony. Yeah, you know. Um, as I'm sleeping, I feel someone shake me hard and call my name. But when I opened my eyes, there wasn't anyone there. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I never want to be haunted at somebody also, else's house. Also, probably he was still, like, a little drunk. Okay, but I've been drunk a lot and I've never had, like... No, I know, but can you imagine, like, how terrified you'd be if you were, like, 
in a slightly altered state of mind and you felt something like that, you'd be like, fuck, 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 fuck. And if you were in someone else's house, too. Like, that's like a recipe for, like, no, Uh, I would just quit life. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, here we go. (laughs) I opened my eyes and there wasn't anyone there. So being the tough guy that I am, I jumped up and ran into her room and got to bed with her. (laughs) So he says. Right. Mm. (laughs) No, but I don't blame him. Like, like, that would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Uh, Needless to say that when she woke up, she was pissed with me. Sure. Yep. After I told her what happened, we have... Uh, we get breakfast, and on our way home from the restaurant, we stop by a small Catholic church. As you do, I guess. I mean, you had to, so you did some sinning. Yeah. It's time to clean up, clean time house. Time to pay the piper. <laughs> <laughs> so we go up to the altar rail to say a few prayers, and this old priest walks up to us. There's no way that we couldn't have seen him enter. If this priest is a like, fucking ghost, I swear to Christ. Just hang on. Uh, uh, yeah, we, there's no way we couldn't see it him enter but there he was he really didn't pay much attention to it at the time because he walks up to my girlfriend takes her hand and asks jokingly if we were there to be married to which she snapped no girl stand your ground (laughs) this girl mad she is fucking feisty as shit yes but then the priest says to christy anthony knows what he did was wrong and he is sorry that he lied to you Look how hard he has been working to prove it to you over the past two weeks. What? At this point. Is Jesus trying to get this guy's dick wet? I mean, he's, yeah, get it. Um, I'm going to hell. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I'm starting to get a little freaked out because neither of us told him our names, nor did we say fuck that. our names while we were in the church. No, fuck that shit. No way. <laughs> uh, I thank him and we leave and on the way home... I asked her what she thought, but she didn't want to talk about it. The next day, we go back to the church to make a donation. They're nope, very I would never, <laughs> yeah. ever, ever. Anthony, what the fuck? <laughs> I would never go back to that church. Are you kidding me? I would burn that church to the ground. Yeah. They, uh, they go back, um, but we were met by a much younger priest. I asked about the older priest, and he said that he was the only priest in this church, since it <gasps> is so small. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's uh, like, it's... Uh, okay, go ahead. It's like hang Resurrection in there. Mary. Hang in there. Our God. He brought us into his office in the rectory and shows us a picture, and we were like, no. That's him. No, no. <laughs> the priest told us that the older one had been dead for six years. Fuck off. But people report seeing him, especially when they're having relationship trouble. Oh, that's kind of nice, though. Yeah, it's like a, it's a helpful ghost. Yeah, it's like a, it's a ghost coach. Him. Like, that being said, though, like... Eternal I, marriage counseling. Yeah. Right, yeah. That... Mm, I, I don't like that. <laughs> like, <sighs> fuck that in particular. No thank you. Yeah. Uh, needless to say, she took me back, but we didn't last too much longer after that. (laughs) So, there you go. Good job, old priest ghost. That is... (laughs) Working your relationship magic. That is crazy. No way. I wouldn't even go back there to set the church on fire. Like, I would set up, like, a trebuchet and launch a flaming thing at the church. (laughs) Because that cannot stand. No, I'm. See, now I'm going to be on a watch list for saying I'm going to burn down yes. a church. Yeah, it just, just doesn't like, mean it. First off, how would I build a trebuchet? Have you met me? <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. Can you imagine that afterlife though? Just like hanging out in your old church and then just walking up to couples and being like, just like hey, <laughs> just so you know, this guy's sorry for whatever he did. I can see his heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can he? Like, apparently he has some sort of like. That's probably why abilities. I'm not getting haunted. If like ghosts can see what I like, what I'm like on the inside, they're like, nope, like, no, no, nope. don't want to mess with that. <laughs> don't. Good riddance to bad rubbish. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That is a great story, though. That, yeah. That's, Jesus So, thanks, Christ. Anthony. Yeah, Anthony. Man. Oh, Ugh, I don't like religious horror. I mean, I know that's not horrific, but. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty tame, all things considered. Yeah, it could have been much relationship worse. advice. Considering, like, you know, it could have been the exorcist. I mean, yeah. Jesus. Um. <laughs> but then you gotta wonder what was pushing him the night before. Yeah. You know, what yeah. woke him up. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit! God! What was that? Sorry. I'm sorry. I don't like that. I don't like that. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Yeah, what, was, what did that? Shit. Oh, my God. Maybe it was the Ghost priest. priest. Did the priest leave the church or something? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, All right, but no priest is going to, like, go knock somebody and be like, blah, 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 <laughs> and then, like, have you jump into the bed of an unmarried woman whose house you're staying at. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, no priest mm-hmm. did that. Especially Catholic. What if it was the devil? I don't oh, like the devil. Yet. That's but like because the devil cost him the sin, which made them go to the church. Oh, oh. and it probably wasn't the devil. The devil's not trying to make anybody go to church. No, but he made them. Like, the devil would be like, go to Starbucks next. <laughs> Break a window. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, oh too soon. Okay. <laughs> Inauguration day blues. Uh, All right. Anyway. It is. Yes. Yeah, we got. There's like, yeah, guys. I got. Well, half of uh, this has been a whole lot of fun. We're shutting down the podcast and starting a band. Um, That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, but keep until an eye then, the Melonheads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at haunted underscore pod. Uh, you can follow Amber Rose at oh, michigansotherside.com or ghostlytalk.com or just Google my name. Yeah, I will come up. My name comes up, and Kanye West's ex girlfriend comes up. Oh, right. I forgot about you and Amber <laughs> yep. Rose having this, kinda like... Kind of weird. Kinda hers is just, like, two different words, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then there you go. We'll, we'll put up links. Um, I kind of like both. Like, I like her, too, though, so... Like, yeah. She makes me laugh. We're on Facebook at uh, This Podcast is Haunted. Instagram, This Podcast is Haunted. Email us. Uh, I think that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we will catch you guys next time. Uh, this is Kate. This is Jen. Amber. Yay! And Beth! And Beth! Yay! Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. All right. Bye! Bye!